Hey everyone, welcome to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Marie-Pierre, and for all my English friends out there, you can call me Marie. I am a registered dietitian with a background in psychology. My passion in life is to help individuals heal their relationship with food and their bodies. If you're tired of dieting and tired of restriction, you are at the right place. I'm hoping that this podcast will help and support you as you heal your own relationship with food and your body and give you the tools, the resources, and the knowledge that you need to finally ditch the diets. Every week, you will be hearing from guest experts and myself on all things food, body, and mind. I am so happy that you're here and I cannot wait to support you on your journey. Let's get started. Happy December, my friend. We are in the last month of 2022. Mm, Is it me? Or did the year pass by real fast? (laughs) Oh, goodness. Well, I hope that we are doing great today as we are getting close to the holidays. I am getting very, very reflective. Um, on the year that's passed and you know first of all just how fast it went like so much has happened this year for me I got engaged to Anthony that I've been dating for like seven years now I've also got married went on my honeymoon (laughs) did all of the things had my first trip with Anthony which was so wonderful our practice at the balance practice also grew we got two new wonderful, no, three new wonderful people join our team this year. We had our first team retreat. We launched our eating disorder program and had multiple cohorts. It's been a big year. It's been a big, big year this year um, for me. And I'm just really excited um, for the year to come. I don't super Um, you know, like I don't really believe in the new year, new you concept. And I know we'll have a full podcast episode about that, but I do really believe in the reflection that the year end brings. Um, I don't think you need to wait till the year end to do these reflections, but I really like how it's almost like forcing ourselves into these reflection and just thinking about, you know, the things that we've done, the things that maybe we haven't done, maybe the things that slipped off our plate, the things that matter to us that we maybe want to bring more of that in 2023 and the things that we may want to leave out in 2022. Um, But we will have an episode in a couple of weeks talking about all of this, this reflective piece for us as we are moving into a new year. But today, today, my friend, we are talking about binge eating and we are talking about three big mistakes that we do with binge eating, whether you've been told by a provider that you hear on the internets, or maybe that we just intuitively do because we think that that's what is best for us. And today I want to dive deep on these three big mistakes and hopefully give you some insights and other ideas when it comes to binge eating. I think binge eating is one of these like, you know, disordered eating, eating disorder that is not taking as seriously as others. And, you know, that has to do with our current society. That's a little bit fat phobic. That makes us believe that um, because it's not restrictive and it doesn't matter, but it does. It really, really does. And it's something that can be extremely, extremely, extremely distressing. 
and difficult to deal with. So I wanted us to go through these three mistakes that we were taught. And a lot of these come from my own lived experience of struggling with binge eating and helping a lot of people through binge eating and things that they have heard from other people and other um, providers or that they've learned through time. So the first mistake um, that I hear often is to not keep your binge foods in the house. Have you heard this before? I know that you can't respond to me. Um, but this is one of the big things that I was told of like, for me, crackers was like my go-do. Um, and I was told to just not keep those foods in the house, never have it. And I thought that was great, right? Cause if it's not there, I won't binge on it. But the issue with this, actually, there's multiple issues with this. The first issue with this is that we're not actually fixing the problem. This is a band-aid solution, right? Because with binge eating, food is not actually the problem. And I know this is like super shocking, but food is not the problem, right? If food was the issue, then we would always, we would all have binge eating. Like access to food is not the issue. There's many reasons why we become, why we engage in binge eating, right? Binge eating is a symptom. It's a reaction. And just taking away the food doesn't fix it. Doesn't help us. We're putting a bandaid on it. Actually, I don't even want to use the bandaid because we're actually, it's almost like we're just putting gas on the fire because by taking away that food, what happens is that, yeah, temporarily you may not binge on that food because you don't have access to it. But what about the next time you have access to it? Right? We are making things worse because the next time we have access to it, then we want to make up for it. Then we need to have more. Then we, we really go all out because we know that it's going to be taken away again. Right? And we also teach ourselves that we cannot cope. We teach ourselves that, you know what, like you, you don't have control. You need to take access away. You can't cope with this. Things need to be taken away from you for you to have control. It's a very like shameful and restrictive way to look at binge eating. Not a very empowering way, not a very effective way either. Right. So the first mistake is feeling like we need to restrict the foods or take the binge foods out of the house. This will make it worse. This fuels the cycle. It continues the cycle. And that is not something that we want to do. Mistake number two is to restrict the next day. Right. I had a binge tonight, tomorrow morning, I restrict. Right. Or I had a binge last night, this morning. I'm just not hungry. I'm just not going to have food. I ate all the foods last night, you know, like the food that I ate last night compensates for today. This also continues to fuel the cycle. And I want to say here that if you've had this thought before, you're not alone. I've had these thoughts many, many times as well, right? Our brain is trying to cope with the event. Like a binge eating can be super distressing and our brain goes to like repair mode. Like, how can I make this better? And we've been told by diet culture that restriction is a great way for us to feel in control. It is not, that's not helpful. Restricting yourself further will just lead to more binge eating episodes. Again, we are fueling the cycle. The more that we restrict, the more likely we are to binge. So restricting the next day, not nourishing yourself the next day is setting ourselves up to binge. And this is hard, I know. 
But what is helpful is no matter what we ate the day before, no matter if we've had a binge or not, we got to eat anyways. We got to nourish our body anyways. We got to create safety for our body the next day. Food is non-negotiable. We need to have food. No matter how uncomfortable it feels that day, your body deserves food. Taking food away is not helping. May help your brain for a moment because it makes us feel better, but it's not helping long-term, even short-term. Your body deserves food. And then the last mistake that I want to talk about is seeing binge eating as the problem. And this is often, often the case because, you know, many of us will see the restriction as something that's okay because it's so normalized, right? Like when I'm quote unquote in control and I'm able to restrict, I'm able to not have like, yay, go me, like pat on the shoulder, I'm doing great. But on the other end, if a binge happens or a loss of control or a time of overeating happen, we tend to see that as the problem. And that's where there's a lot of guilt and shame that comes in and then fuels that cycle. But this is a mistake because a binge, overeating time, moment of loss of control is a response or a response to some type of restriction, some types of way that we're trying to cope. It happens not, you know, it doesn't happen out of the blue. It happens as a response to something. And, you know, when we see the binge as the problem, the issue is that we only focus on the binge. And the shame, the guilt, the unpleasant feelings come higher. And we feel like we are personal failures. Like, what is wrong with me that I did this? But if we start to shift our brain and seeing like, okay, this is a reaction, a a response. It's my check engine light. What is happening right now? What is happening that... Either my body physically felt like pushed me towards the binge or I psychologically needed to rely on that in this moment. What came up for me in this moment? And this is a lot to process, I will say. And I do highly suggest that you do this within, you know, a one-on-one with dietitian or therapist um, because it is a lot, right? If your binge is helping you cope with something, one, we can't expect it just to go away right? We would need to have something else to replace the coping. Like we need to like build new tools. Um, but I do highly, highly suggest if you have access to support to get support because binge eating is important and it's, you know, it's an eating disorder, like all the other ones and you deserve support, you deserve help. And I really do believe that when we can shift our mindset from binge eating is no longer the problem, but an inching lights, it allows our brain to think differently and see it differently. For me, it wasn't until I saw the binge as Oh, something is happening that I need to, I need to tune in, check in and see how I can support myself differently. Only then could I actually solve the problem. Because as long as I focus on binge is the issue, I am the issue. I'm like wrong for all of this. The more that I focused on that, the more that I became distressed, the more that I felt guilt, the more I felt shame. And the more that I felt like I needed to restrict the next day to compensate. But when we can see it again in a different light, it leads us to different thoughts and emotions and behaviors. All right. So quick recap, three biggest mistakes that I see that I've lived and that my clients have seen and lived is number one, feeling uh, taking away binge foods from the house. 
Number two, engaging in compensation or restriction the next day. And number three, seeing the binge as the problem and not a response. So I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that it gave you a few nuggets that you can reflect on, think about. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you want to message me on Instagram at The Balanced Dietitian, I'm always here for these conversations. What I want you to really get from this is that if you struggle with binge eating or loss of control with food, that first of all, you are not alone. It is not a personal failure and you deserve support. You deserve help right? You are so deserving of having a good relationship with food in your body. And we are here for you. So if you do need support, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. I know as we're coming into the holiday season, um, it can be harder, right? And we have more access to food and it can lead to a lot of feelings of like, I don't want to be surrounded by food because I am afraid of how I'll respond to it. But please remember that food is not the issue. Access is not the issue. Um, We're engaging in these behaviors for a reason, and then we get to explore them. Um, And yeah, and if you want support, I'm here. The team is here at The Balanced Practice. Um, This is what we do. This is what we specialize in. Um, So we would be so honored and and happy to support you. If you live in Ontario, feel free to send us an email at info at The Balanced Practice. If you are not in Ontario, we do have the balance program that is reopening in January. Um, The balance program is a six-month program where we dive deep on healing your relationship with food and your body. And this program is really, really designed to become more empowered with food and to really stop those cycles, to really ditch diet culture, to really learn how to nourish ourselves and take care of ourselves. So it could be such a beautiful space and container for you to be in um, if you're really wanting to do this work. And what I love about the program is that we do have a community. We get to connect every week. It's such a beautiful space for us to do this work. So if that is interesting to you, I invite you to go to thebalancepractice.com for a slash program and check it out and join the waitlist if you are feeling like this could be a good space for you. By joining the waitlist, you're not obligated to join when it comes January, but you will get all the information and perks as well. So on that note, my friend, I hope that this conversation was helpful for you. I wish you a happy, happy December, and I will connect with you next week.